Welcome to Soul Driven, a podcast dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join us for life inspiration, practical how-tos, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number five, another Wednesday Wisdom, Making Peace with Fear. Thank you so much for being here. Before we dive in, I've got a couple of announcements. The first is that this past Saturday, I published the first Soul Driven podcast, like the feature episode. So if you haven't checked it out, be sure to do so. I talk about how heartbreak, sobriety, and my spiritual awakening led to Soul Driven's creation. A little bit about the name and how all of this culminates in an offering for you. <laughs> And this is number two is a reminder that these episodes will be published every other week. So whether that's a topic I'm discussing or an interview I'm doing, and the next one will be on the 21st, which will actually be our first interview. And I'm so excited. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Anna Hendricks because I will be posting about this and giving you the opportunity to ask my mystery guest any questions beforehand. So last but not least, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's been sharing feedback with me and contacting me and and just being really kind about the podcast. A special thanks to Nina Cockrell. Dirk Strauss, Kendall Hurt, Nicole at the underscore Zen underscore company. Thank you so much for your kind words. Okay, let's dive in to this week's episode. Making peace with fear wasn't going to be this week's topic, but in the midst of listening to a podcast on Monday, I just felt very called to address fear because there's so much of it compounding on a collective level. And I mean, like, (laughs) there's plenty of reasons to feel fearful right now. I just want to acknowledge that. If you're feeling fear, it's not wrong. I mean, look at the state of our planet, right? We Politics, the coronavirus, uh, our environment, and on and on. Just last week, I was really freaked out about the coronavirus, not in regards to contracting it, but more so just the economic impact that it is having and certainly could have here in the U.S. I mean, I've watched China and Italy and schools are shut down, businesses are shut down. And all I can think is like, how are people able to afford like, you know, their rent and their bills? I mean, it's not like these things are on hold, right? And I was really getting scared about that because, I mean, sure, I I work from home and and that's cool, but bottom line is when there's fear pervading our culture, people don't want to spend money. So it will affect all of us, right? But it was cool because later in the week, I actually pulled a tarot card that showed me that I was just operating from this, this scarcity mindset and that I needed to chill out. Um, and then that afternoon, I had an incredible referral come through. And it was just like the universe's way of being like, see, 
we've got your back. All will be well. I love doing life with God. But here again, it's easy to be fearful in these times. I get it, but that doesn't serve us. When we allow fear to rule our life, everything suffers. We aren't kind. We don't think clearly. We're not making good decisions and we have no joy. That being said, fear doesn't deserve to get a bad rap and we don't need to be fearful of our fear. A little background on fear in general. So thousands of years ago, fear was given us, given to us to keep us safe from predators. And it's still doing its job today, obviously. Where does fear come from? Where does it originate in the body? It actually originates in the brain. We might think that it's an emotion, but it's actually the brain who has the job of keeping us safe. And in that, it will go to extreme lengths. I mean, it will even enact chemical warfare on us, not to harm us again, but to protect us. However, this keeps us isolated and small. I mean, think about it in your own life. Have you ever wanted, let's say, a promotion, but on your way to talk to someone or when you're picking up the phone, you start hearing all these things in your head that are like, well, don't you think they would have given you one already if you deserved it? Maybe you weren't qualified, blah, 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 right? Or if you want to try something new, like salsa dancing, (laughs) all of a sudden there's these thoughts in your head like, What if you have no rhythm? What if you look terrible on the dance floor? (laughs) These things stop us. That is our brain using fear to keep us isolated. Why? Because that's when we're safe. But what I want to share with you that's most important to remember about fear, and if you remember nothing else about this podcast, I want you to remember this, that every, all capital letters, every decision we make comes from either a place of love or a place of fear. Love opens, fear contracts. And this shows up in our body, in our chest. I don't know about you, but um, I have like an older iPhone, Apple Watch. And when I first got that thing, and I mean, it still does it now, like it'll, it will ping me, ping me if I'm not breathing. <laughs> and it's just like some days it's like ping, ping, ping. Um, but what's been so cool about it is that it has helped me to realize and recognize when I'm getting stressed out, when I'm getting overwhelmed and not just that, but like recognize the symptoms within my body. You know, it's like, I'll catch myself in between a breath. Like I'm not breathing and a little ping will go off and it's like, <sighs> exhale, <laughs> right? That is fear and that is constriction. But despising our fear is the opposite of what we should do. I mean, if we try to despise our fear or hate it, it's just going to make it grow. We need to befriend it. We need to make peace with it. And like Lindsay Mack of Terror for the Wild Soul says, put it in the back seat. I recently took a workshop with her called Inner Voice that was all about like just bettering your intuition. And that was something that she shared at the very beginning was that we needed to put our brain in the back seat. And the brain slash fear, those are like the same things to me. Um, put it in the back seat 
right? We need to take those reins back, acknowledge our fear, and then let it go. So here's a list of five practical things you can do to make peace with or reframe your relationship with fear. As always, with everything that I share, take what works and leave the rest because we're all different, right? And there's definitely no right or wrong here. Again, what's most important is that we approach this from a place of love or openness. Number one, ask yourself if it's true. And I don't mean like yes or no, run out the door. I mean, really sit with this question. Is it true? Can I know this to be true? For example, the podcast that I launched on Saturday was the first feature. And it was... I it. it really brought me a lot of anxiety because, you know, even though I'm a bit out of practice with Wednesday Wisdoms, I did them for a couple of years. So I'm kind of comfortable with the format, but this was my first feature. And so even though I recorded it five times after I listened to it, after it had already gone live and, um, I realized it's like, man, I really sound like I'm reading way too much. I I think that I relied on my notes too much for this one. And I started getting all of these thoughts, right? It's like, oh, nobody's going to like your podcast. See, they're going to be able to see right through you. You're nothing, blah, blah, blah. And thankfully, God put it on my heart and reminded me that A, hello, I'm new at this. But B, there's another podcast that I listen to. And when she does featured podcasts where similar to mine, it's just her talking, she reads and I can kind of tell, I can tell that she reads, but it's never bothered me because, um, she shares great value. And so I really appreciated this, like, you know, nod from God. It gave me so much more compassion for myself because I don't know if that's true. And I certainly can't prove that. And It just doesn't matter, right? Ask yourself if it's true. Number two, connect with yourself spiritually. This is obviously going to look different for every person, but whether you want to like go hang out with God, meditate, journal, spend time in nature, connecting with yourself spiritually is not a distraction. And that's kind of the main focus here. Don't distract yourself, connect with yourself. And really kind of feel it, which leads us to number three, embrace your fear. If you don't know Pema Shadron, and hopefully I'm not demolishing her name, then you absolutely should. She talks about fear a lot. And I mean, you talk about whys, oh my goodness. But she talks about inhaling. She, it's like literally how she describes it. You inhale this like, heat of anger and just and look at it and face it and then let it go right we don't want to run from our fear we want to meet it head on let it sit with us and then choose something else the thing is the only thing that has power over us is what's left in the dark So if we're trying to run the other direction from our fear, we're going to get in serious trouble and it's only going to magnify. But when we turn around and deal with it head on, things get brighter immediately. Number four, 
do something to change your perspective on the situation, right? So for me, this looks like calling someone that I haven't spoken to in a while and just talking about them or going to visit my nephew. The thing I love about children is that you have to be present when you're with them. And so whether it's hanging out with my nephew or talking to someone on the phone, these are things that help me to flip the switch because either I'll like hear something in the conversation that reminds me of something I need to be thankful for, or in the midst of hanging out with my nephew, like I'll see life from a different angle because he'll point something out and I'll be like, oh my gosh, again, there's so much to be thankful for here. Changing your perspective is huge because fear can be really all encompassing, but there's always another side, always. And number five, go have fun or do something to make yourself laugh. Now, this kind of could have been thrown in together with changing your perspective, but I wanted to give it its own attention because having fun is so crucial and it's so hard for us. (laughs) I mean, I have to really work at having fun. Like I stopped watching serious, dramatic movies a couple years ago because it was just like, no, (laughs) If I'm filling myself with anything, it needs to be laughter. Like, I need to laugh more. I need to take life less seriously. And that goes for all of us. In addition, fun is the opposite of fear. You can't be having fun and feeling fear. So go hang out with a friend who makes you laugh, right? Go do something that fills you with joy. Maybe it's watching a TV show. Maybe it's like, I don't know, hitting a baseball bat. Like, I don't... It doesn't matter. Everyone's version of fun is different. But go make yourself laugh. So that sums up my list. Look, I know this won't be an overnight change for you because it definitely hasn't been for me. But remember that getting rid of fear is not the goal. We want to make peace with it. We want to befriend it. One of my favorite authors, Elizabeth Gilbert... You would know her from Eat, Love, Pray. Hey, hey. (laughs) She was asked, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, like what her greatest accomplishment was. And she listed off two things. But the only one that I heard and the only one that I remember is that she said she befriended her fear. And that just blew me away. Because if we befriend our fear, then nothing can hold us back right? Nothing. And don't worry, I haven't mastered this either. I mean, it is getting easier and easier for me to recognize when I'm dealing with anything that is rooted in fear. And I'm learning how to deal with it. First, it's becoming aware. Then it's like putting some action into place, right? Some plans. So take your time. Be kind with yourself. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. I hope this message brought you encouragement and hope and practical tools for befriending and making peace with fear. But now I want to know, how do you deal with fear? Do you have any good practices to share? Tag me on Instagram at Anna Hendricks or use the hashtag Soul Driven Podcast to share your wisdom. I'd love to hear it. If today's message resonated with you, please consider leaving me a review and share soul, and sharing soul-driven with those you love. 
Don't forget to sign up for the email list. I've got exciting plans for valuable freebies that are only going to be sent out to my email list in the coming weeks. You'll find the links for this and all of my social channels in the show notes. Thank you so much.